Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour on this Tuesday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And how you doing? Welcome to Tuesday. Uh, still too hot here in the Valley of the Sun. It's uh, not, not only, you know, it's not as hot as it was. It was the hottest summer ever here. I know a lot of you already know that. Uh, but the haze from the fires it has made it... Uh, uh, more humid, I think, uh, in, in you know, anything here. We have the, the dry heat, and believe me, it's actually true. You know, 95 degrees here is pretty nice. I mean, 90, 85 degrees is awesome. And a lot of places, like in California on the coast, right, if it was 90 degrees on the coast, it's brutally hot because of all the humidity uh so we i don't know that's my my weatherman in me i'm gonna blame it on all the fires out there i don't know if you saw joe biden said he's gonna take care of all the fires and natural disasters if you elect him president uh yeah sure okay why not you know uh the real reason is uh people are setting fires let's start with that. <laughs> right pay no attention to that and uh how about this no more gender reveal parties that include fire, right? That would be helpful. I mean, I don't know how this uh, craze got happened, but uh, leave it to uh, the media and uh, big business to come up with ways to generate more things. I mean, gender reveal party, that never even used to be a thing. Now, people spend thousands of dollars on it. By the way, that was what sparked the, the huge fire uh, in California. But, of course, my favorite being... Listen, and I love you guys. All you tree huggers out there, I'm fans. I, I like forest. I, I like the nature. I think uh, that we need to protect it within reason. Cutting down the forest is not a bad thing. It actually can be extremely helpful uh, to this and preventing a lot of these things, you know, and mowing the grass and things of that nature. But, you know... I digress. Just elect Joe Biden. Apparently, he'll fix it all for you. If you don't believe that, call us at 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. I got a great show today. We had a a, a new customer, and uh, he was calling in and asking some questions, and I thought, you know what? I haven't talked about this in a while. It's going to be a great time to do it. What does and does not trigger notification to the IRS. And this will be uh, in all forms, not just as it relates to gold and silver. Obviously, we'll cover that. Uh, But what triggers and what doesn't trigger uh, the IRS poking around in your business. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Uh, I'll give both sides. I'll give the side as a consumer. Right, as you out there, uh, all of you out there, that hey, I, I work for the man, but I'd like to stay as private as possible. When you know, with, with us, we we always have had for twenty five years the same basic principles. You know, number one, we're not like other gold companies out there. And all of you, this is why we've been in business as long as we have. This is why uh, we got we have so much referral business. Uh, the, the guy that actually asked this question today is a referral. 
Uh, this one coming from Glenn Tate. And it's something where uh, we're very proud of that. Uh, we don't have free reports. By the way, if you see a company promoting free reports, that's your first dead giveaway you're going to get ripped off. Anybody that has the fancy spokespersons, right? It doesn't matter Rush or O'Reilly. Heck, we got them on 1360. I own the radio station. I got four other gold companies advertising on my radio station. And I'm okay with it. Because my customers, you're going to find out one way that one, you already know, or two, uh, when they start trying to rip you off, you know the difference. Uh, we, we, any, another one, dead giveaway, fancy spokesperson, anything on TV. Just If it's on TV, you're going to pay double. Matter of fact, I just saw somebody was running uh, BU Morgan Dollars. Remember, we, we've run BU Morgan Dollars a couple of different times. Right? The last time we ran them, they were $40 a piece. Just saw it on the television this weekend. Ten of them, $800. Right? $80 a piece. Stay away from the TV. It, it's bad for you. you, you it's just more about uh, profit than it is providing you with what you need. But our principles, you know, we don't call you unless... Unless we have to, right? And you, hey, a lot of people, hey, call me when my order is shipped. Or if you use a credit card, we always take your number in case there's a problem with the card and we need to call you. But we don't call. We don't make sales calls. That costs money. you got to hire people to do all that. And you don't, want, you don't want to be bothered. You're busy. We want you to buy as close to spot as possible. That allows you to stay private. In other words, sooner or later, your, you, you, your spouse, your children, your grandchildren may need to sell it. And you want to be able to stay private. The last thing you want to hear from us when you go to sell your product is, hey, I need you to fill this form out for me. I need you to fill out this form for the IRS. I need your social security number, your name, your address, and uh, come January, look in the mail, you'll be getting a 1099 from us. You don't want that. That's what we do, and we do it better than everybody. We're going to talk IRS triggers when we get back. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, the subject we're going to talk about is the triggering of a notification to the IRS. I won't say an audit because uh, a lot of these triggers won't won't actually uh, lead to an audit, but it's potential to. And nobody wants to set them off. Right? And I don't care who you are. Right? I mean, you're a business owner, a consumer, what have you. Nobody wants to get audited by the IRS. Right? Nobody. I mean, would you rather have a root canal or an IRS audit? Right? I mean, yeah, give me the root canal. So I understand uh, the, the fear out there, which, again, is another thing that, that is inherently wrong with our country today. Everybody out there that, that I know of, listen, we're, we're all fine paying our fair share. Nobody wants to pay more than that, though. 
And the fact that the tax laws are so complicated that we all live in fear of it is a huge problem, right? And, of course, all of this designed by the bankers and the wealthy, believe me, to make it as complicated as possible so they can keep more, period. It should be done away with. You know, I like, I wish, I you know, and I didn't live back then, but, you know, back in the day, you know, the government used to fund all of its funding, all of it, from tariffs. It's true. There was no income tax. None. Not to worry about an IRS. You made your money, you, whatever you made, you kept, and you spent it. And you spent it however the heck you wanted. Should it matter how you spend your money? Should it? Most of us out there want to believe it shouldn't. I should be able to spend it any way I want. right? If I want to pay cash for everything, I should be allowed. If I want to write a check for everything, I should be allowed. If I want to put everything on a credit card and bang out my bonus mile points, I should be allowed. It's not how it works. And now because, and really when you think about it, uh, 9-11 was a big grab. The financial crisis was another big grab. And now what we're seeing is the banks slowly but surely, very quietly, on the back of, <laughs> of your electronic statement, right in the print that, that nobody actually could ever possibly read, they just changed the rules. And then they said, well, we told you. Yeah, I mean, it was on your statement. I mean, we can't help it if you didn't turn it over and get your magnifying glass out and read it. Right? We don't even have to send you an alert that says, oh, by the way, we changed what's on the back of your statement. They don't have to do that. No, I was on there. So what triggers and what does it trigger? So let's, let's talk about what people think they know. $10,000. Anything over $10,000, no matter how you do it, is a trigger. That's false. $10,000 in physical cash. If you have $10,000 and make a purchase of $10,000 or more in physical cash, there's a form that you're supposed to fill out and to notify the IRS that, hey, Joe Spuckatelli was in here with more than $10,000 in cash, and he may be up to no good. Yep. Because remember, after 9-11, the only people that had large quantities of cash were drug dealers and terrorists. I mean, we know this. I mean, right? Let's face it. I mean, you have to be a bad person. Now, it's so funny that, that they say this. Every wealthy person I know, and I know a lot of them, has a, a larger quantity of cash somewhere in their possession. Not in the bank, right? In, for the emergency. The emergency fund. But, but you know, you regular folk. So that, that's an audit that would, or a trigger, it's not an audit, it would be a trigger that would be sent to sent to the IRS via the business you were using. 
Now, there's a lot of, you know, people say, well, what about uh, going to the store and paying cash and this and that? And there's all these uh, little loopholes. And then they say uh, they throw this calendar year thing in there. You know, hey, if you buy $9,000 today, you can't come back and buy 9000 tomorrow and come back and buy another 9000 the next day, right? No, we don't. We want to know. What if you write a check or put it on a credit card? Is that a trigger? A lot of people will tell you that it is. I will tell you that is absolutely incorrect. It is not. It's definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. What is a trigger? By the way, Jason, I asked Jay, I, I, I was talking to Jason. Jason's going to uh, chime in as well here because he knows a lot about this as well. That is absolutely not a trigger. Now, I know for some people it's really hard to understand, and, I, and, and we have customers uh, that do this. So what they'll do is they write a check for 9000 and change. And then next month, they write another check for nine thousand and change, and then two months later, nine thousand and change, and then another nine thousand and change. Guess what, guys? Now that could be a trigger. <laughs> so I did not know that actually. <laughs> yes, writing. See the banks now, and I'll talk about this. The banks uh, have gotten pretty smart. So the banks, and each bank is different. There are certain criteria that the IRS will require the bank to send them notification. I'll give you an example. Patriot Trading Group. We go in and we make deposits of cash for more than $10,000. Automatically, when the bank, you know, they pull up my account and da-da-da-da-da, they do the deposit. They put the cash value of that deposit in there. It automatically sends, by law, notification to the IRS that Patriot Trading Group deposited more than $10,000 in cash. Now, does that mean Patriot Trading Group gets audited? Absolutely not. A matter of fact, when this law came in, and this was after the financial crisis, And some of you have learned this. A lot of you out there have told me stories about how when you go to get cash out of your bank and the the hoops you have to jump through, the questions that you have to answer to, when you go to get a cashier's check for a large amount, the grilling that the banks put you under, one of the first questions they'll ask you, are you under duress? Why are you in here taking, you know, fifty thousand or a hundred thousand dollars out of the bank? Are you under duress? It's none of your business. No, I'm. Du- no, I'm not under duress. I, I'm. I'm. I'm handling my money. So, you know, but but again, this is what the and again they've set it up this way that they say, well, you know, it's not our fault, right? The law says we've got to ask you this because we know that uh, that's that's a big problem in the United States is. Uh, Old people being scared into uh, withdrawing, uh, you know, fifty hundred thousand dollars in a cashier's check in under duress. I guess that's a big problem. Of course, I'm being facetious. Same, same thing as like money laundering, and everybody's a drug dealer. It's ridiculous. It's all about 
not wanting you to take and handle your own affairs, period. But when you, so when with that law first came out, our bank told us, can you please not deposit more than $10,000 in cash in a single day? And we're like, okay, I mean, if that's what you want us to do. So we would deposit, you know, seven, eight, nine thousand dollars $9,000, you know, day after day. Well, guess what? About three months later, I get a call from the branch manager at the bank who says, hey, you tripped one of the internal sensors within the bank in the IRS because you keep making deposits of less than $10,000. And I started to laugh. And I said to the guy's name was Jeff. Jeff, that's because you told me not to. And he goes, I know. Because, you know, they, they even the people at the bank don't know all the rules. The fact that the, the system was like, hey, wait a minute, this guy's trying to circumvent the 10,000 rule. And that's why I, I tripped it off. Now, we just trip it every day. We do it as part of our routine. Uh, we all, and I shouldn't say it, I think in the last year, we have made maybe one or two deposits of less than 10,000. All of them are over that. But since we do that routinely, right, the IRS and the software behind it, it's like, ah, oh, it's just Patriot. Now, that's normal. Now, let me give you another example. When we opened the Colorado office, so Jason, when did we open the office? A couple years back? Yeah, March of 2018. <clears throat> I got a call in, I think it was... Maybe October, maybe October or November of 2018. Again, from the bank, the the my bank manager, this guy Jeff, calls me again and says, "Joe, I hate to do this to you, but you've tripped the sensor again." And I'm like, "What? We're depositing over ten thousand, like you told us." He goes, "No, no." He goes, "Now the bank wants to know why." Your cash deposits have doubled from one year to the next. And I said to him, and I laughed, again, because he already knew the answer. I said, well, let me ask you, what what have my sales done? And he goes, well, they're, they're not quite doubled, but yeah, they're up significantly. And I said, yeah, and, and I've opened a new office in Colorado. So now I've got a second location, which means I, the people have more opportunity to pay however they'd like. Then he takes that down, and, oh, okay, well, that makes sense, and, and I haven't heard from them again. Now, I will. I'm sure of it. My guess is because of this pandemic, the amount of business that we've done, our business is up three, four, five hundred 500%, depending on the month right now which also means 
there's more people bringing in cash. Now, the percentage is still about the same. But there's more people paying with cash than, than before. But it, it will balance with my sales. But I'm sure they'll call me and say, hey, why did it happen? And I'll have to say, well, uh, uh, you know, COVID, you locked everybody up and no one can leave their house and everyone's scared to death. Yeah, there you go. So from a business side, uh, dealing with cash can set off some stuff, but usually uh, the system, the, the algorithms that the banks use are smart. And they adjust, and they're like, oh, that's just normal course of business. And, and nothing really comes of it. As a consumer on the other side of it, if you're in there every month withdrawing a large amount of cash. I want to talk about that next. Is that a trick? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Uh, quickly, gold's up a dollar. Uh, silver is up about 10 cents. Uh, 1730 on silver. Uh, 1956 on, on gold. Uh, the Dow's up 100 points. This is a Fed meeting week. Uh, Two-day meeting started today. Uh, this is the last meeting before the election. Uh, last meeting before the election, and it's a nothing, right? They're, they're, the big thing out of this meeting is how many years is it going to be before uh, the Fed is even going to talk about raising interest rates and, uh, and all that stuff. So that's what's going on in the markets. But we're talking about triggers. For, for my business, for me personally, as, as the business owner, cash deposits is usually about it for me. Um, my bank is very used to me making uh, large deposits, $100,000, $200,000, $500,000 deposits. It, 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 and, and again, the algorithms are smart. If you're a, a person who normally deposits... As a business owner, small checks. Let's just say for I don't know less than two hundred dollars, right? And then and, and, and I pick a business, right? I clean carpets, whatever it may be. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you throw a, a check in there for ten grand, right? That will probably internally set off a trigger. Does that mean you're getting audited and you're in trouble or anything like that? Probably not. If it happens again, or let's just say repeatedly, hey, you go, you know, 30 days with a, with not a single check of over $500 and then boom, here comes this 10 grand check again, right? That may get you a call from your bank. And they are going to ask you Hey, what's up with this? You know, how, why do y'all always, you know, every whatever, 30, 60, 90 days have this huge, huge check? They, they're going to want to know. Now, from a, again, but if you're like me, my they're, they're used to everything here. So they're, everything and everything's expected and, and life goes on and it's not that big of a deal. You know, usually, like I said, in the last, uh, last three years, I've gotten two phone calls. Uh, one of them was because the bank told me not to put more than 10 grand in cash in. 
and then and then told me the exact opposite. Now I just set the trigger off all the time. So therefore, essentially, it's no longer a trigger. And uh, the second time was when we opened Colorado. So how about the other way? How about for the for you guys? What sets it off? Believe it or not, if you're in there taking large quantities of cash out of your bank, that is absolutely a trigger. Anything that, that uh, especially if the bank says, hey, you're going to have to come back Tuesday, you've triggered it. And every bank's different. Banks don't have the money like they used to. You just can't walk into your local branch on any given day and say, hey, I want $8,000 in cash. Some will have it. Some won't. just depends on the bank. right? If you're going to uh, uh, one of those banks, it's a smaller bank. And it could be, listen, a big bank. Right, J.P. Morgan City, Wells, whatever, B of A. But let's just say it's a location that doesn't, you know, it's not a... Uh, uh, a busy bank location, they may not have it. A lot of times they don't have it. And also if they ask you questions, that means internally the bank system has sent them, you know, when they're when they're punching up your account number and doing that, right, they're, they're looking at a screen. If they start asking you questions about why or this or that or are you okay, just know You've triggered something internally at the bank with their algorithm. Does that mean you're going to get audited? No, but obviously the you know you don't you don't want to take the risk. And Joe, let if me you're let me, in there. Let me add one thing. Go ahead, Joe. Jason. Let me add one thing, and and I think some of the. If, if anyone's going where I'm going, the, the big question is why. I'll, you know, one question, Joe, that because you're you're more. We have that prepping 2.0 show here on the KHNC, which is a second level prepping for people to to prepare for things. Joe is always 2.0 when it comes to to gold and silver and and the, and the markets and what you should be doing and what, what you know right now cash. For me, the two main reasons number, the, that that, uh, that that cash is such a big problem is is the number two reason is they want to you know right now in this day and age they want to know what's everything's being spent on and and cash is private and they don't know what to be spent on the number one reason is their own cash is kind of against them now because they don't have control over that when you're holding it outside the bank they can't control what's going on with it and if they they can't blow up uh, they can't have boom and bust cycles quite as easy if there's a bunch of cash outside their system so to me joe those are the two reasons why this is such a big deal and why they're so uh, erratic and crazy about uh, every single cash deposit and withdrawal Joe, it is very important to the bank, and Jason really hit hit it right on the head. It's it's twofold. Number one, they don't know what you bought, right? It, and they'll use nine eleven as an example, even though uh, <laughs> the two have nothing to do with each other. But okay. Right, you know, the FBI knew for a long time. Why are all these Middle Eastern people at, at flight training school? It had nothing to do with cash, but yet, you know, here it is. Right, drug dealer, terrorist, you're doing bad, nefarious things, and we can't protect everybody else if you use cash. If you write a check or use a credit card, we've got a record. And then the amount of money not in the banking system. 
very important to the banks. Yep. Because the more money that's in, the more money they can what? They can, you know, lend out to make money on. And believe me, the banks and the Federal Reserve, they've got a number. I don't know what that number is. Is it a trillion dollars? Is it $2 trillion? It's, there's a number of all the money not in banks. And, and Joe, on a market crash, when the, the market's crashing, they're actually shrinking the money supply. It doesn't look like it. They play a lot of uh, magic tricks, like, hey, we're going we're gonna, to uh, uh, print a bunch of money for some bailouts. But when the, when the stock market in 2008 went down, you know, what, what did it get down to, 6,000 points, Joe? You, that's essentially half the money supply in a lot of ways just leaving the system for the, the stock Correct, market. Correct, yes. So yeah, through the debt markets, they can't, absolutely. They, they, they can't eliminate stacks of cash that's sitting outside their banks. So when they want to crash something, boy, do they need the cash in the bank. And this is what will happen, and this is why we're seeing now. Think about this. This has been a decades-long war on cash. And eventually here, and I think whether we got five years, I don't think we've got ten. In the next five to ten years, cash will be done. And as Jason said, because they need that money to get back into the system during the next crash. But we'll talk about triggers for you. I want to address this, especially you cash guys, when we return. 800-951-0592. Just talking about triggers at your banks. Uh, just know this. Triggers don't mean audit, but they, they could lead to one. Sure, they can, obviously. But as a, you know, we kind of talked about the business owner side of things. Now we'll talk about the consumer side of things. You know, the the $10,000 rule has always been one. Uh, you know, people, some people think anything over 10000 any way you pay for it's a trigger. Whether it's cash, check, credit card, that's absolutely not true. Uh, believe it or not, the banking's algorithms is pretty sophisticated, and every bank's got a little different version. So, so know that there's not it's not a one size fits all type of a thing. If you write a check for I don't know twenty thousand dollars, now that's going to be abnormal for most people. But the bank knows, hey, you know, people do that. Maybe they bought a car, or they bought gold, or they remodeled the kitchen, right? Maybe they bought a fancy hot tub, or I, I built a, a, a pool. My brother is adding on to his house, so he's writing some big checks. That in itself is not a trigger. What are, though? Believe it or not, if you continually write checks just under $10,000 and you kind of do it over and over and over and there's a pattern, that'll trigger. Because these algorithms look for patterns like that. That's a trigger. So you're better off. Are you better off writing a, a check for 50000 or writing, you know, six different checks for 9000 apiece? And the answer is you're probably better off writing the one. 
Because that in itself is like, oh, well, I mean, who knows? They did something. Down payment But then on the it house. goes back to normal. Yep. Be, it, See what I'm saying? About once a year, the, the average family will have one large deposit or withdrawal. One large. Exactly yep. right. The bank is used to that. Their algorithm is smart that way. And they love checks because it stays in their system. And exactly right. Checks are brilliant, right? The only way for me to get my money is I've got to put it in, right? So you took it out, I put it back in, and never actually left the system. They love it. Credit card, same thing. They love it. Cash. If you do not normally go to your bank and withdraw large sums of cash, you will set off a trigger. Especially if they ask you questions. The reason they're asking you questions, some people think, oh, they're just nosy. I think that. None of your business. That's really not it, though. I mean, some ca- it could be in some cases, but in most cases, there's a little thing on their screen saying, you know, hey, alert, alert, ask this question. Right? And the bank employees all get trained on it and whatnot. If you do it month after month, Year after year, you're no longer a trigger. It's just what you do. right? That's, hey, I do it, and I do it frequently. You don't set it off. If you do it and then never do it again, right? Yeah, that's, that's weird to them. They don't like that. So just know the next time you're in the bank and they start grilling you, whether you're trying to withdraw cash or get a cashier's check, That's most likely because their internal systems, you have set off the trigger. Now, do all triggers go to the IRS? And the answer to that is, I don't know. I don't know that answer. I know the trigger that I set off does. But as far as do all triggers at the bank set it, set off a notification to the IRS, I, I don't know. My, my guess is probably, uh, but also understand that there's millions of them a day. And so will yours stand out more than another? I don't know. But just something to be aware of. Sometimes for for people out there, the best way to stay under the radar is just play by the rules, right? Don't go out and withdraw eight, $9,000 worth of cash, right? Write a check for $15,000. it will be easier. And you won't set off a trigger. Uh, they, they're... they're they're very, you know, the banks are smart. I, and I know because when they call, it's so funny how they've called me. And so uh, th- th- those are things that it just happened because a, a customer, a new customer had placed an order, was paying via a check, and it was for like 10200 and something dollars. And, and a buddy of his, oh, no, you just set off a trigger. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Now, if you, again, like I said, if you do it just under and you do it repeatedly, you will, just so you know.
That that will absolutely set it off. And I and how do I know this? Because when I started depositing just under ten grand day after, guess what? The the algorithm smart said, "Hey, you're trying to you're trying to do something here. Why are you always taking five and six and eight thousand dollars out every month? What are you hiding? Right? They they think you're up to something nefarious. So just just. Uh, just as a, a rule of thumb, I just wanted to spend. I thought, you know what? This is something we don't talk a lot about. Uh, it, it's something that, that hey, every every year we should probably do at least one or two shows about this to go over all the rules and whatnot. So what triggers, what doesn't. That's my answers to the best of my abilities uh, to what I know about uh, the banking system. Patriot Radio News Hour final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Just a, just a note. Every bank is different. So, something that says, "Hey, that's not a trigger." Your bank it could be, uh, but by and large, uh, there are certain things the banks are looking for, and, and that usually is either a deviation from a pattern. That happens repeatedly. Somebody that's going in there and withdrawing large amounts of cash. Um, those are things that will set it off. If you try to stay under this $10,000 rule, and I'm talking about like with checks and whatnot, and you're and it's always under just under 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 and it's over and over and over and over again banks are smart they look for that stuff so be careful i, I in my just my opinion you're better off making one bigger buy versus hey i'm just trying to stay under this 10,000 rule that 10,000 rule mostly has to pertain to when you're paying in physical cash uh, so just keep those things in mind it's something Again, these rules change all the time. It's maddening and frustrating. And the sad part is most people think, well, the bank's got to tell me. Well, they do. The problem is how they tell you. It's not like they send you an email or a letter urgent rule change, right, that draws your attention. Uh Uh-uh. They just modify the small print on the back, and and most people – I don't know anybody that actually reads that stuff. So. And, and, you know, Joe, like a good analogy for, for what's going on is the very original Rocky movie, the first one, not any of the other ones, the first Rocky movie when uh, Rocky wasn't going to be nothing. He was a leg breaker for a loan shark. The loan shark is the banks and the system, and Rocky Balboa is the IRS collecting. And uh, when, when they originally made that movie, and people don't know this, uh, they, they followed his first day as a leg breaker, in that movie, and they actually took out scenes where he was uh, beating the crap out of guys to, to take their money. But that's—I mean—that's essentially what—that's what the IRS is. They're—they're they're the leg breaker. They're the collector. Yeah, and the, and the banks are are the, uh, the loan shark. The loan shark behind it all. That's a great way of looking at it. Speaking of, uh, you want to get your money away from the loan sharks and the leg breakers. U.S. ten dollar liberties, uh, eleven hundred dollars today at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. Gold starting to add to the gains now, up uh, over four, just over four dollars. Nineteen fifty nine. Uh, silver's now up uh, twelve cents here, twenty seven 
33. Uh, the Dow is up 90 points. Not not a lot in the market today. Everyone's waiting for tomorrow Fed meeting release. It's going to be enough. The big fat nothing burger. Uh, everyone's going to try to debate is how many years before the Fed talks about raising rates. I don't think we'll see the Fed talk about raising rates until we have new money. And, and know this. I am 1,000% confident cash is going to go away. The Federal Reserve note is going to go away. Like all fiat money that's ever been in history, uh, invented in history, going all the way back to the Ming Dynasty, it always goes to zero. And that's what's going to happen. And we're, you know, we're good enough now, sophisticated enough. They'll replace it with something else, some form of electronic credit. Uh, but keep that in mind. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless everybody. Stay cool and collected. We'll have a great show for you tomorrow on the hump day.